care what he does anymore. I'm not afraid. I'm going with you. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 58, Food for Thought. Title's not sticking in my head, Dale. Food for thought. No, it's it's very forgettable. I get it. I get it. I get the joke, but it's no forever ambergris. Tell you that much. Unforgettable. It's like a, a thorn in your paw. That title. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this the top review? One of uh, what's his name? T. Birum. And we talked about T. Birum last week. Saying this is one of the worst episodes of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. I got to tell you, Dale, um, I am just push the downvote button. Oh, and I got to sign in to IMDb. I got it. Unhelpful. Not helpful. Not helpful. I'm going to try it too. T Birum. Never mind. It wants me to sign in too. <laughs> just forget it. Just forget downvote. it. Forget it. He's just going to live as the, the top review because we, we can't be bothered. Um, but right. I, I gotta say, Dale, a huge disagreement here with T. Birum. T. Birum does not know what thine lips speak. Find it hard to believe T. Birum has seen more than one episode of Tales from the Crypt. So what? What it Tuck 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 <laughs> Torsman? Tell me. <laughs> well, before I get started, I want a f- okay full disclosure. I am friendly with the director of this episode, so. F out of here. So, journalist integrity. I mean, we're not journalists, but just so you know, everything I uh, say from now on about this episode, just rem- just keep that in mind. Um, you're gonna if you leave that. I mean, I guess you got to leave it in, but man, the backlash, <laughs> the back pocket talk. Wait, back. I'm gonna get backlash for that. <laughs> You're just, I mean, you're going to get raked over the coals. <laughs> just talk about how you're in, you know, director's pockets. It's not like I can't a, believe you're friendly with it. And you know this guy. Yeah. And obviously, by extension, I'm friendly with him too. So, Rodman. Rodman Flender. He's I the, can't, the director. Can't wait to see you again. Yeah. Director of Idle Hands. He did, he worked with uh, 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 Corman. He like kind of got his start uh, working for Corman's company. Did mm-hmm. a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Let's talk about this episode. It, it truly is about a psychic clown in a traveling circus who has a wife in Joan Chen that he, it's almost like it's about, it's, this episode far exceeds a regular Tales from the Crypt because it rap, grapples with a strange idea. The idea of someone having psychic abilities and depending on the person who has that power, how like Ernie Hudson is playing basically like an emotionally abusive and physically abusive probably person 
And imagine giving that type of person the powers to project their thoughts and to read read other people's thoughts. And yeah, wow, that wouldn't go smoothly. I mean, no, I rarely think about this, but I feel like this episode did a good job about of sort of like what what are the like what would that do? Like, imagine the terror of being in mm-hmm. that like being Joan Chen in this situation with like an abusive person who can project his thoughts into your brain and read your thoughts. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's it, terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. Folks who have uh, maybe watched all 200 hours of that season of Jessica Jones would have the same oh, wow. kind of like, um, you know, it like access to the feeling that Joan Chen is experiencing. But yeah, I mean, Ernie Hudson, he acted the crap wow. out of this episode in the most scumbaggiest, gross, disgusting yeah. way ever. Yeah, I think we need to, uh, I think Ernie Ernie Hudson needs to be like... Any Joker meme from here on out has to include Ernie Hudson in there. Like, if you're yeah. putting your list of favorite uh, people who have played joke, the Joker, Ernie Hudson has to be up there because that's basically who he was. <laughs> yeah, he was the in the worst kind of way. I mean, yeah. he was gross. Yeah, wouldn't take that clown makeup off. No, and the clown makeup was like greasy and shiny, wow. and sweaty, and. You know, 10 minutes of the episode was him licking a plate clean. Oh, but you can't leave now. Zambini wants his dessert. His very special dessert. The kind that only Connie can give. Not tonight. Yes, tonight and every night. You know you can't deny me. My hands are on you, Connie. My mouth is at your breast. Don't do that. You taste so good. I could eat every drop of you. I want my dessert. Bring me my dessert. Oh my god. That was... That was hard to watch. (laughs) It was... That went on so long. Him licking that plate. Oh, I started hiding behind the blanket that I was uh, <laughs> covered up with because it was gr- it was grotesque. It was oh. like watching the brothers grunt <laughs> on MTV. It was like that kind of disturbing <laughs> grotesqueries. <laughs> the brothers grunt. Uh, I'm trying to think if I did any. I didn't even describe what this is about. <laughs> I, I started to, and then I didn't. <laughs> What's it about? It's like, it's basically, you know, it's an abusive situation. A mind reading clown is, is one of the person. Joan Chen is the other one. She's sort of, she's all, she's like his, um, his wife, but she's also his like performance partner. So they do like yeah. a, a, she's his know. pair of legs. Yeah. So they the, do uh, arrested development. Crowd. Yeah. They do a sideshow routine where like they blindfold her, you know, Ernie Hudson like talks about people in the crowd and she's able to receive his thoughts and say like, oh, what's, you know, what's the person wearing or what do they have in their pockets? That kind of thing. It's about her like trying to get out of this basically, but she's trapped. It's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that, I don't know if it's a classic like person, you know, being abused type story, but it's like, it's about the struggle of getting out of that situation and how hard it is. Absolutely. In front of these absurd circus sideshow act plot lines. Yeah. It's 
it's a weird, crazy dichotomy. It's like it's like a serious episode of like Carnival because it it's just like it went it went places. You know what I mean? Yeah. She has the eye of uh, another performer in the circus. Who's I guess he's sort of like the like the lion tamer type guy, but he has they don't they never show lions, but they show his his gorilla <laughs> that he has in a cage, which is a yeah. man in a suit or a woman in a suit. Yeah, which I thought was pretty fun because the the gorilla was very jealous whenever he, this guy and Joan Chen would get close. The gorilla yeah. lost it because I think she was in love with her trainer. Uh, the gorilla suit, top notch gorilla suit. It was <laughs> part. It was like a gorilla from a, an amazing stories movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was certainly better than the gorilla suit we witnessed earlier this week in our escape from the planet of the apes. Yeah. Movie. I couldn't help was, but you know, compare 20 years apart and the animatronics and just the suit alone, the big hulking, like massive mm-hmm. gorilla that you have to deal with in this episode is pretty awesome to look at. Too small of a cage though. I was, I was upset about the size of that cage it's that abuse. gorilla lives in. Yeah. What are those, those very beautiful fish, those f- like fighter fish, what are they called? Yeah. They betas. Betas, yeah. Betas. And they're always in the, the, just like a Tupper, piece of Tupperware in the pet store. It's like, man, come yeah. on. It's a shame. Like a quarter, a, th- a fourth of them are just like floating near the top or near <laughs> no. the bottom they're on their way out. <laughs> it's insane. Nobody pays attention to them. No. God. We all deserve to go to hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wait. Uh, they do a great job filling this circus with other performers. Like we get like a, how about that little guy with like the, he's missing an arm, but he still has like a, a weird digit coming out of his shoulder. That's like the first thing you see in this episode. It does a cool, like it opens with a cool, like pan around the circus people um, Uh with music and stuff for the titles. Yeah. He was um, certainly, I mean, the casting call went out and they, the folks showed up who were, mm-hmm. you know, appropriate, I guess, for this set. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I mean, it's definitely not the first time we've seen a, I don't know, like a 1920s, 30s circus. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a lot of Tales from the Crypt episodes love to take place in the circus. But this, you know, I I, I wasn't mad because this, this was really good, yeah. I thought. Ernie Hudson. So, yeah, I mean, the description of this is him being a part-time cook. Did you get that, like... I mean, he was always cooking, like din- himself dinner and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, the 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 vibe I got was everybody is. It's up to everybody to <laughs> feed themselves. Yeah. Okay. And this Ernie Hudson lives in you know a tiny house on wheels. Yeah. Presumably, so he has his little potbelly stove and a cast iron. Mm-hmm. pan and he cooks dinner every night in it you know and that's he lo- obviously he loves it he's like pouring sherry or brandy all over this yeah the the food that he decides to eat with his fingers and lick its plate and i mean it is vile it's basically like all he eats is is meat and and brandy or sherry or whatever that was that's yeah it. and they always are mixed together somehow <laughs> and i mean this this uh this little home, mobile home, is like eight by twelve, eight by ten. Yeah. yeah. And that pot belly stove in there, Chuck, it I had know. to be 120, 120 <laughs> degrees in that thing. Not helping the great Zambini's makeup <laughs> no. and upper lip. Oh God. How does sweat? I don't know how that makeup works, but it's does sweat just come through the makeup? Is that how it works? I don't know. I don't know why I'm asking you. I don't know. 
I'm yeah, like I grew up in the uh, in Tornado Alley in the Great Dirt Depression of uh, 1925. Uh, what kind of makeups were they using? Probably oil based. Probably some thick stuff, huh? Oh yeah, thick oils. Probably yeah. Or get some some sort of poisoning. Probably you know eating away at your brain somehow. What was so upsetting was clearly Connie could read Ernie Hudson's mind. But Ernie Hudson also could, at times of great duress, he could read Connie's mind. Yeah. And that's where the, the sort of power, and when he, he sort of asserted that, Connie became almost powerless to his commands. And I think maybe it's because she was just figured she was resigned to the position she was in he rescued her from a life of something even worse than what she's in now so she had to kind of like play by his rules Mm -hmm. but it's very upsetting i mean and and the stuff that is implied yeah she implies that ernie was probably married before and that he probably killed his wife and that yeah maybe that's why he never takes his makeup off so that he's not recognized because he's on the on the run probably Mm-hmm. Which I thought was great, great little detail, just just to keep him in that makeup the whole time. <laughs> I know, just to, just so everybody could see him at his worst, oh, you know. And it's just the makeup is just an absurd choice, and it's like really sloppy around the edges yeah. and stuff. Oh man, it's just that huge red mouth too. Yeah, on his face, uh, and the red mouth was like a different uh, matte finish. It was like a shiny. Yeah. And his hair, his hair was great too. It was like, <laughs> yeah, like sort of parted in the middle. It was it almost looked like a Dick Tracy uh, haircut, like a yeah. Dick Tracy villain haircut. It was like flat top. Yeah, he looked. He Ernie Hudson killed it in this. Mm-hmm. He really did. I he yeah, was I wonderful. was just physically disgusted by, especially that plate licking. I mean that that is like Hall of Fame Tales from the Crypt stuff right there. Him licking that plate. And this. <laughs> This is the kind of stuff I would love to know. I mean, the, Ernie Hudson comes in to do his episode of Tales from the Crypt, and he just yams it up big time, right? I mean, this is his time mm-hmm. to be, was he giving it his all because this was his chance to be in Tales from the Crypt, or did Rodman sort of have to like get that out of him somehow? I mean, he was really, was able to channel something to be mm-hmm. disgusting in his 23 minutes of airtime and you know to be the worst person ever <laughs> like i yeah. would love to know more i know if only we had guests on this show i know just imagine how many we could have had already <laughs> joan chen i mean she's amazing Dynamite. i mean if you've ever watched twin peaks you know her uh, but she she was great in this she's she's i i mean i think she's pretty huge in china uh, like the China film industry, but she, I don't know. I feel like she could have been much huger star. Yeah. That's what my feeling is too. Looking at her, um, portfolio, her filmography. Yeah. I just feel like there was, there could have been more there. Maybe it's judge Dredd's fault. The Stallone judge Dredd. Maybe that killed it for her. Judge, judge Bob Hussey. <laughs> Love that movie. I've never seen it. Oh wow. I can't believe it. But yeah, I know I it didn't it. didn't perform well, right? Wasn't it kind of a a bomb? Yeah, I think it was kind of a, a bust in ways. 
Joan Chen starts getting close with the, uh, I called him a lion tamer, but I guess he's credit. He's more like a, they called him a fire eater. I don't know why he was in charge of the gorilla, but whatever. He ate fire too. You know, it's a circus. These guys, they do, they do everything, you know. They'd set up the tent. They help exactly. take down the tent. Um, so they start to get hot and heavy. Joan, you know, she likes this guy, but it's also like, you know, it's a way away from her horrible situation. And he's definitely like, come on, we can run away. My brother can get us a, a job in Kansas City. We can just, just get out of here, you know? Yeah. You know, and she's, she wants to, but she's hesitant because, you know, she, she's married to a very scary clown psychic. <laughs> and, and they, yeah. they start getting hot and heavy, but Ernie Hudson, he starts to like hear it in his head. He starts to hear her, her, oh, uh, disgusting. sexual moaning. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. That's when and he he's can really just, tune in. Yeah. He's like. He, he wakes up from a deep sleep and she had snuck out and he's just like, Oh, what's going on? Um, he can sense, he can sense it, but she's, she could sense him listening. So she, she like quickly like stops right. the steamy business and runs back there. Yeah. Uh, we should, Dale, we should talk about the, uh, the booby alert though. Mm. How, how about that scene? <laughs> it was, I, I was, Shock! It's Tuck, shocking. You know, you know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So we've got there's uh, one of the side characters were conjoined twins, uh, both female. Um, and there's a scene where they're taking a shower in you know the the workers' quarters, and you know it's not very private. There's an underneath, and one of the little people puts on goggles and slides under the the little partition for the shower. <laughs> And we get a full pan of uh, a nude conjoined twin. And shockingly, yeah. part of the conjoinedness is uh, their sharing of a, a breast. Yeah. Three boobs. Three boobs. Make me wish I had three hands, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what that's from. Quoted from <laughs> Benny the Cab Driver, obviously. Um, yeah. It was And... Y- it looked real to me. I mean, that's why that's why you watch Tales from the Crypt. That's why it exists for shots like yeah. that. Where else are you going to get that on TV? To delve into the taboo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, you, you could see that drawn in a comic book, and it'd be pretty cool. But to see it in the flesh, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a different uh, it's a different experience right there. Yep. And that little dude, I mean, he's been in so many things. Yeah. <laughs> that guy, he was in like, uh, I, he was in everything. What am I going to say? He was, he was in everything. He was in <laughs> From Dust Till Dawn. I know that, but he was in other things. too. I once saw two twins at an airport. I forget what airport it was. Maybe it was LAX. And they were, I think they were semi-famous. They were brothers and they, like they were probably in like commercials that have twins in them. But I just remember they were like kind of being drama queens about going through like security and stuff. (laughs) And I think they thought they were bigger stars than they were. (laughs) Oh, wow. This is juice. This is the real juice. Yeah. I wish I knew. I don't, I don't know who they are. There's no way. And you were just like standing behind them. Like, yeah, they were like, I think we could see like 
like we were going through security and there was like another part to the left mm. where they were like getting special treatment. I just remember they were both like wearing, like they had their shoes on, but they were off. Like they just had their toes in. Yeah. And like, I, I don't right. know, like it almost seemed like there was like a, like there was f- some phobias they were having. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They didn't want to touch the floor. Or yeah. Something. I don't know. Yeah. There's something weird going on. Not wearing socks. I don't know why. Yeah. But anyway, they were twins and they looked exactly the same. You could always name names, Chuck. I don't know. Safe. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. No, it's a wink. <laughs> write it on the write it on that paper in front of you. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look at double mint gum commercials. See if I recognize them. No single gum never freshens your mouth like double mint, double mint. Come on and double it, double mint, double mint gum. But let's wrap it up. What 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 happened? So yeah, I we I can't believe we haven't wrapped. Joan Joan's like oh, to. fuck it. You evil clown, I'm leaving. Packs our bags. And he's like, he's just furious. He can't take it. And he knows, he knows that fire eater had something to do with it. So she, she, she leaves and he immediately goes to find the fire eater, douses him with gasoline, lighter fluid, something, kerosene, whatever he probably uses to eat fire with, and just burns him alive. It's horrifying. teaching you a lesson, Buck. You play with fire, you get burned. That's, yeah, the great murderous Zambini. That, that fire, he was, he had no qualms. No. He, he just let the dude on fire. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's like, it. it's like a guaranteed, like, even if he doesn't die, it's like guaranteed his life is ruined to such an extent that I don't want to think about it. Yeah. But yeah, he burns that guy to a crisp and then everyone comes running. So J- Joan Chen, she books it. She's like, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm definitely gone leaving. And this is the great Zambini in his drunkenness says, I'm going to call out to her one last time. And he reaches out to Joan with his mind powers mm-hmm. and a lady answers. Mm-hmm. His mind calling. Uh-huh. And uh, she's like, uh, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm coming back. I'm so close. And then the gorilla jumps through the skylight. <laughs> yes. He reached out to the gorilla. <sighs> and the gorilla knows that Zambini killed yeah. the flame meter. The love of that gorilla's life. The love of her life. And this gorilla, this so, this giant silverback, <sighs> murders uh, I, f- I think for, I think uh, he he grabs one of uh, Ernie Hudson's kitchen knives and uh, absconds with his head, <laughs> and we uh, uh, and returns back to her cage, and then the the circus people all look upon <laughs> the gorilla just going to town eating the brains of the great Zambini. Disgusting, and it's just and it's gr- it's like wow, it's gooey, ooey brain flesh it's so gross yeah it's not even <laughs> pretty and i guess the thing is it's supposed to be a man-eating gorilla yeah so somebody's like that's really a man-eating gorilla oh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like man that gorilla is going to town like he was uh, uh do you think that gorilla is going to inherit the zambini's uh psychic powers mm. i hope there's a sequel yeah because if so <laughs> this this ip could have some legs <laughs> 
I enjoyed that one quite a bit. I really liked it. Yeah. It was good. Dale, next week, what are we doing? Next week, I ha- I was almost, I got to tell you, taken aback mm-hmm. what I saw. Next week, people who live in brass hearses. <laughs> <laughs> a hot-tempered convict with a butter addiction. Pack <laughs> it up. Excuse me? A hot-tempered convict with a butter addiction tries to get revenge with the help of his mentally challenged brother on the ice cream trucker who was responsible for his arrest, unaware the driver also has a dark secret too. Okay. Whoever is writing these needs to go this is, back to seventh grade English. Right. This is insane. This is how I write. And I've been told it's not professional. Right. <laughs> this is why I changed... Exactly. This is why I changed my college major to something where I didn't have to take English 102. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to say, I'm intrigued. Uh, Butter addiction intrigues me. It's kind of like psychic clown part-time cook intrigued me last time. And let me tell you, Chuck, why it would intrigue you even more. Yeah. Tell me. Circa 1993, Bill Paxton. Oh, Oh, Lord. Here we go. Yeah. Wow. Brad Dourif. Mm. <laughs> Michael Lerner, who we just watched recently in something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Direct- He's great. It's a great look. Directed by Russell M- Mulcahy. It's a fun name to say. Yeah. He did uh, 1986's Highlander. Oh, wow. Resident Evil Extinction and a- many episodes of Teen Wolf, the, the TV series. So we're in for a treat, I believe. And Lainey Kazan, she yeah, she was in. I know my big fat, uh, big fat Greek wedding. She was in. Don't mess with the Zohan, which I love. I love that movie. <laughs> One of Dale's favorite movies. She was. Uh, she was Nick Swardson's mom in that movie. <laughs> oh, she's in the crap. great uh, Gigli. Is that how you say it? Gigli, Gigli. Oh yeah. Is that the Benefer movie? Yeah. What what happened with that? It like basically almost ended everyone's career involved with that kind of. Because it bombed so bad, right? Yeah, I don't even remember. I think it just had yeah, I think it just had that Benefer heat because they were together and they're it both mm-hmm. in this. Oh, it's directed by Martin Brest, who did Midnight Run and Beverly Hills Cop. Maybe it wasn't that bad. Yeah, now I kind of want to watch it. Look at Ben's hair on that poster though. Wow, I forgot yeah. he used to have that cloth that like pomp it's like that's like james dean hair yeah that's like that's like beverly hills 90210 like but yeah 10 years too late so sexy as a man i love i love ben i used to be a ben hater but now i'm full on well good yeah love him i think the same with me too i'm i'm full on team ben Mm -hmm. look at these two on this poster too i know do you believe there's like scuttlebutt that they're you know kind of oh i know oh believe me i get I think my, my phone knows that I love Ben, so I get all the updates, every new picture that comes out of those yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah. Hot and heavy. Hot and heavy. Last I read, they're going house shopping, Dale. Whoa. Yeah. That is pretty hot and heavy. Probably getting handsy in the back of the realtor's car. Man. Realtor drives them around. And it's, you know, it's total rebound energy, you know, definitely yeah. for for Jen, maybe a little bit yeah. for Ben, but it's going to burn bright. And that's just how they do it. That's how they have to do it. That's how they live. That's who they are. They know. That's what, they're older now. They're wiser. 
It might not last, they, but they're living. They're living, Dale. They're living so the rest of us don't have to live. <laughs> I'm down. I'm downloading this movie poster and changing it to the background of my phone <laughs> because all this talk we're doing. 2003, Gili. Gili. All right, people who live in brass hearses. Great title. Great cast. Yeah. Golly, I'm ready. I believe. I believe. Butter and ice cream. too good for you?